right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today's Friday, October the 1st of 2021. I would like to say what you said to me as soon as you walked in the door. What? Uh, I kind of feel like I've been hit by a truck. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) We did an event last night in Northeast Arkansas, uh, the Boots and Ballers event for A-State Men's Basketball. And it's tough for me to wind down after events Mm -hmm. because I get to host it and have fun and stuff like that. So I get home and it's already late Uh and there's no way I'm ready to wind down. Right. And so I was up way too late Mm -hmm. and had way too much fun. And then uh, that alarm went off at 3.50 this morning and I was like, oh my gosh. Feels good. (laughs) You would think over the course of all the years I've done morning radio, I would figure this out. Right. But I don't figure it Mm -hmm. out. And I feel like when I looked at myself in the mirror, because I avoided the mirror for the first like hour and a half of the day. I looked at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I've been punched by Rocky Balboa in both (laughs) eyes. So that's how I feel this morning. But we'll get through it, right? Sure. It is Friday. We have uh, some college football to look forward to this weekend (laughs) and some NFL football. I was thinking about that. Like, what can we do this weekend, right? And the weird thing about me in the fall is... Like, my wife will have these ideas and these plans, and I won't want to miss football. I think maybe she and I will go somewhere. We'll go to pumpkin patches, and you can stay and uh, watch football. Man, that'd be fantastic. (laughs) Will you pay for it, too? Uh, No. All right. So uh, it was a big night last night. I still haven't even posted photos. Typically, I'm uh, Johnny on the spot with posting my photos, but I haven't even done that. I was, you know. I'm glad you took some, because I looked, and uh, I didn't take any. You're lying. I promise. This you is don't the, have one photo only, from last night? Well, that's to, that was to your wife. The only thing that I took was this because they had really cute cookie, A-State cookies. cookies. You yeah. took pictures of the cookies. I was like, oh, it's little A-State jerseys and basketball. So I took pictures of the cookies. What is the I other guess, picture? Did you take a picture of your eyeball? Yeah. Um, your wife sent me a message and told me she was getting ready. And then I told her I was putting on my makeup and just sent her a picture. It was weird. Yeah, that is strange. Uh-huh. So Friday is here. It's October the 1st. It is National Black Dog Day. So if you have a black dog, celebrate it. Uh, It is also National Homemade Cookies Day, uh, National Hair Day, National Body Language Day. So maybe you can read into some body language today. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's also World Smile Day. And we know the impact that a smile can have. Like a smile really can change somebody's day. So think about smiling at somebody today. So that's how important it can be to smile and change somebody's day. (laughs) That's a good one. Uh, Does anybody have any cracker this morning? You make me smile like the sun. World Smile Day. You make me dance like a fool, forget how to breathe, shine like gold, buzz like a bee, just the thought of you can drive me wild, oh, you make me smile. Sounds a little bit silly, but our job, like what we feel our obligation is, is to hopefully make you guys smile every morning. Just to see you smile, I'd do anything. It's worth all that's lost Just to see you smile Smile at somebody today, World Smile Day As you get up on a Friday morning Let's throw one back On this day in country music With Brandon Baxter in the morning So the year was 1999 And Tim McGraw had the number one song in country music on this day I had a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt She was killing me in that mini skirt Skipping rocks on the river by the railroad tracks. Come on. She had a sign, Tim Line and Red Lipstick. I worked so hard for that first kiss, and I'm hard, don't forget something like that. Wow, 22 years ago today, this was the number one song in country. It was five years later on a southbound plane. I was headed down to New Orleans to meet some friends of mine for Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah. When I heard a voice from the past 
Coming from a few rows back And when I looked I couldn't believe just what I saw She said I bet you don't remember me And I said Only every other memory I had a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt You were killing me in that miniskirt Skipping rocks on the river by the railroad tracks You had a suntan line and red lipstick I worked so hard for that first kiss And I'm hard, don't forget something like that 1999 This one's at the top of the charts One of Tim McGraw's early hits Like an old photograph Time can make a feeling pain but the memory of the first love never fades away. I had a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt. She was killing me in that mini skirt. Skipping rocks on the river by the railroad tracks. She had a suntan line and red lipstick. I worked so hard for that first kiss. And a heart don't forget. No, a heart don't forget. I said a heart don't Something like that. Oh, not something like that. Tim McGraw, something like that, was number one on this day in 1999. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning. We appreciate you having us on. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. I got you gossip today on Scarlett Johansson. If you remember, she did the Black Widow movie. It was released in the middle of the pandemic. And when they did that, Disney decided, yes, they'll do a theatrical release and see who shows up at the movie theater. But they also released it on one of the digital services. I can't remember which Disney. one. Was it Disney Plus, I would assume, right? Uh, but Scarlett Johansson was upset because her contract, her deal for the movie was obviously she got paid X amount up front, but she also was going to share in revenue based on box office. And she thought that the movie going to streaming wasn't going to help her with the money that she thought she should earn from the theatrical release. So Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow herself, sued Disney. Who in the heck sues Disney? <laughs> But the story is, is they've settled the lawsuit. Uh, nobody has any idea what exactly happened, what that means. But both sides seem to be okay with it. Uh, Scarlett says she's incredibly proud of the work they've done together. And Disney says, and I quote, We look forward to working together on a number of upcoming projects, including Disney's Tower of Terror. So it seems like the drama between Scarlett Johansson and Disney has ended. And they're moving forward as if nothing happened. Gotcha Gossip on Dancing with the Stars contestant Cody Rigsby. So Cody is the popular Peloton guy. He's tested and he's tested positive for COVID-19 for the second time. Uh, his da- his Dancing with the Stars partner Cheryl Burke contracted uh, the virus. I guess it was last weekend. So he shared that he had the breakthrough COVID uh, virus and he said this. He said he tested positive and he said that his... Uh, his symptoms were mild congestion, headache, and cough, and it wasn't as bad when he had it back in February before he was before he was vaccinated. But he said he wants to eat all the yummy food he can before potentially losing his sense of smell and taste. But as far as how they're going to handle Dancing with the Stars, they're still trying to figure that out. But Cody Rigsby, the popular Peloton star, having to put a hold on dancing after testing positive for COVID-19. All right, got your gossip today on Britney Spears. How you want it to all right, so just a heads up, if you follow Britney Spears on social media, be careful when you open your apps. <clears throat> because I've, I've told Why, you before. Brandon? Well, you know, sometimes you open something and you don't know what's going to be posted. And you're oh. like, oh, Britney is feeling much more free now that she no longer has her dad in charge of her conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Um, just a heads up, if you go there, she has posted a number of things that are headlines this morning, including photos where it doesn't look like she has anything on but some emojis. She, Yeah, she's she's free. Yeah, kind of an interesting take. As soon as her dad's done with the deal to do that, she's on vacation with her boyfriend, Sam. And she says, and I quote, playing in the Pacific never hurt anybody. She goes on. She wants to clarify, too. She wants people to realize that's really her and the way she looks. She says, uh, P.S. No photo edits. The tub curves. So anyway, if you're a fan of Britney, you can check her out on social media today. There is uh, 
pictures up there on social media. You've been on Instagram all morning. That is not true. Got to gossip on Idiot. the Super Bowl. Next year's Super Bowl halftime show is already out. Super Bowl 56 is February 13th. Uh, it's going to be at the SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California, home to the Rams and the Chargers. Performers include Kendrick Lamar. Tell me what you going to do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet. Kendrick. We've also got Mary J. Blige. Got Eminem performing. So won't the real Slim Shady please stand up? Not just them, also Dr. Dre. It's like this and like that and like this. It's like that and like this and like that. But also Snoop Dogg. When the pimps in the crib, ma, drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When the pigs try to get at you, park it like it's hot. So halftime at the Super Bowl 2022 is set. There you go. And that stadium I saw it on TV last weekend. It's beautiful. So, and of course, every morning. Here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So a new survey shows that a lot of Americans think it's important to eat breakfast. Uh, They say 65% of people say it's a high or very high priority to have some breakfast. But of the same 65% of people, only about 50% of them say that they make time for it. This is breakfast is always hard for us to talk about because we have such a weird job. It's not like we're going to eat a sandwich at you know, right now, because yeah. we get up at 345. So it's kind of weird to eat breakfast for us. Most people don't eat sandwiches for breakfast, I don't think. A breakfast sandwich? Like what? Like Oh, like a, you mean like an egg sandwich or something? A sausage, egg, and cheese or something? Bacon, egg, and cheese? Yeah. Okay. I guess those breakfast are sandwiches. Breakfast burrito? I don't know. Okay. I don't know if a burrito is a sandwich. <sighs> it's the whole taco. Is it a taco or a sandwich thing, which is one of the new advertising campaigns mm-hmm. out there. Uh, but anyway, they say people know it's important, but most of us, a lot of us don't take time to do that. Like when I was a kid, you always had to have breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. But it was always something really sweet. Like there was no nutritional value to what our parents fed us back then. Kelly, get a Pop-Tart. Get a Pop-Tart. Eat a, a bowl of sugary cereal yeah. or something like that. Got to have my Pops. Your pop? Oh, is that cereal? You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I liked Cookie Crisp as a kid. And then I got in as I got older to Frosted Mini Wheats. Every kid wants Mini Wheats. <laughs> Who doesn't want some Frosted Mini Wheats? <laughs> But the cookie crisp, because they were those little cookies, I love those. Yeah. And now my favorite, and I think a lot of people agree, is the cinnamon toast crunch. But um, like for breakfast foods, if I didn't eat junk food, like I could eat pancakes for breakfast and I could eat cinnamon toast crunch mm-hmm. for breakfast. But like if it's a weekend and I have time at home, it's like I know I should do eggs and I probably should do some oatmeal. But it literally is that and fish are the meals I hate to eat. Bacon has to be involved. No, I love bacon, but I hate bacon, like making the bacon because it splatters everywhere. Yeah. Such mm-hmm. a pain, you know? Yeah. But breakfast is important. A lot of people realize that, but most of us don't take time to make breakfast. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you've listened to the show for a long time, you'll know one of the things that Kelly hates about me <laughs> is the fact that I haven't seen a lot of movies and I don't watch a lot of current television. Uh-huh. It drives her nuts. So, so she'll hit us with some random reference. That I don't understand. And she'll look at me and go, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, except for you. Except for me. Yeah. And it's like, that's what Will Ferrell says. That's well, what listen, uh, yeah. That's what I, Galifianakis says. <laughs> I didn't know that's I sounded like that. Saturday Night Live in 1984. Listen, I know my SNL. Eddie Murphy said this. I'm like, okay. Okay, Kelly, calm down. <laughs> but uh, if you've listened, you know that kind of bothers her. I haven't seen a whole lot of stuff. But one of the movies I loved, and really a franchise I loved, was the Rocky franchise. Loved it. As a kid, because I was a wrestling fan, so mm-hmm. this was kind of like, you know, the the boxing stuff and the thrill of uh, victory and battling and mm-hmm. fighting and blood and stuff like that. And uh, Rocky was one of my favorite things. And Sylvester Stallone has just told us that uh, they're about to put out Rocky versus Drago, right? Uh, or Drago. And this is from Rocky Four. This is the extended director's cut with like 40 minutes of never seen, uh, never before seen oh, footage. Wow. And they're going to do that uh, for one night only, November the 11th. So if you're a fan of Rocky and you remember that movie, and that was the one where he went off to Russia, if you remember. Does that ex- are you excited about that? I love that one. Yeah. My favorite Rocky is Rocky Three because that's uh, Mr. T, Mr. T and Hulk Hogan's mm-hmm. in there, too. But Rocky Four is my second favorite when I go back and I think about it. At least as a kid, it was. How many times do you think you've seen all of the Rocky movies? That's what I would want to rent. We'd go to the video store, right? Uh, and, and I guess at that point, you're renting beta tapes, right? And that's what I would always want to get. Like, my mom would want us to pick something different. 
and I would always pick one of the Rocky movies. Mm-hmm. Or I'd try to get something like a wrestling uh, de- uh, tape or something yeah, like that. Uh-huh. Or there was a movie called Savannah Smiles, <gasps> which I saw a million times. What? I saw that movie, and she those two guys helped raise her or take care of her or something? Yeah, they... they I think they tried to steal a car and she was in the back seat or something. Savannah smiles. Or she wow. got in their back seat and they took off their criminals and then they realized there's this little girl in the back. I love that movie. You've seen that movie? Yes. That's, That's random. That is random. That is a very random movie. I think the one that I always picked out was uh, Annie. You yeah. know, with think, Daddy Warbucks and Annie. Yeah. And it was a musical and I knew, I knew every, I still do, I know every single word to that movie. Every single word. Let's do this. For Halloween, which is coming up in 30 days, (laughs) I'll be Daddy Warbucks. (gasps) Perfect. You can be Annie. Okay. What could my wife be, though? She could be Miss Farrell. What is that? Because Miss Farrell, Grace Farrell, she was the assistant that ended up falling in love with Daddy Warbucks. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, y'all could adopt me. Yeah, that... mm. I would be the best child. Sounds like a disaster. (laughs) But anyway, Rocky for the director's cut. It's going to be called Rocky vs. Drago. It comes out November the 11th. 40 minutes of unseen footage. If you're a fan, you'll probably love that, right? You remember when I had Bilotto last night, we're doing the thing, and I had him punch in like he was Rocky Balboa? Yes. And I even called him Rocky. How crazy is that? This was in the movie, too, if you remember. Name the artist. Is it the guy that moves his feet? Is it the guy who moves his feet? Yeah. That's a good one. Is it the guy who breathes, Brandon? It's James Brown. I think I almost said Rick James. Rick James. (laughs) Makes me think of Chappelle every time I hear the name. (laughs) Let's move on past that. Get ready, though, for the Rocky movie coming out on November the 11th. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So it's October 1st. Halloween is just around the corner. And it seems like uh, even criminals are getting into the holiday spirit. A driver in Texas was pulled over for driving in a carpool lane without a living passenger. He had a full-size skeleton in the passenger seat. And it was even wearing a seatbelt and a hat. Oh, so he's trying to fake him out. Uh-huh. You can't do that in no. Texas. Don't mess with Texas. Man. Don't. So the police posted a photo and joked, uh, our deputy saw right through this trick and oh. issued the driver a bona fide citation. <laughs> After a sternum lecture, deputies wished him bone voyage. So the bony, No, they didn't. Yes. This they, is the police? They posted it. Wow. So the Boney Express is no longer in service oh. for that guy. Okay, okay. Well, speaking of driving with a skeleton, what is a skeleton's favorite instrument? Ooh, I don't know. What's his favorite instrument? A trombone. Oh. Oh, Oh, come on. That's not a good one. Your funny bone must be broken. Oh, that's not a good one either. (laughs) And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. We're glad you guys are here with us this morning. I had a a victory last night for those of you who have followed the uh, saga of me and my eyesight. (laughs) <laughs> Which a lot of you have had to hear me mess things up and not be able to read, or you've heard the stories about how I'll be in public trying to read something and I can't read it, or turning you know. on your flashlight when you have the uh, menu at a restaurant. So embarrassing. So hopefully that's almost done. But uh, my glasses that I ordered should be in, you know, in the next uh, number of days. But I also got contacts. Because my vision is whenever I'm hosting an event or doing Arkansas State football or doing something on television, I want to look the same way I've always looked generally, right? And I think the glasses would change my look. I don't have any hair, so it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. I just need to want to look like this. So I've been trying to put in contacts since Monday. Mm-hmm. If you remember, I was able to get the contacts in with the help of my doctor on Monday, and then I had to try to rip them out of my eyes. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> but then for the next three days, I couldn't get him in. Mm-hmm. 
and I, my eyes would be bloodshot because I keep poking my eyes, and I I thought maybe the contacts were defective because I couldn't get them in. I thought maybe they just weren't the con- sticking. Defective. But they might have been defective. Uh-huh. Uh, but evidently, my uh, skill was defective. So last night, I'm sitting there uh, right before we go to Boots and Ballers. I'm hosting this event with uh, Arkansas State. And I knew that they were going to give me these things I was going to have to read. I don't have my glasses yet, and there was no way I was going to put on these readers. In As front you of, hold them up in the air. In front of hundreds of people. There's no way I was going to do that. You realize there's a lot of people in there that wear and need readers. And they would have been very supportive. No, but it would have been... That Although been me and your wife would have been yelling. It would have been a thing if yeah. I'd have had to put these on and then I lift them up and I You're put right. them back on to You're read right. stuff. So uh, I was convinced that I was going to find a way to open my eyes extra wide and put the contact in. And Kelly, it was like an hour before we were supposed to leave for the event. And the first contact actually went into my eye. Did you jump up and down? What did you do? Happiest guy ever. I'm like, Leslie, <laughs> I did it. I did it. And Kai came running downstairs. He was up on his game. He's like, Dad, what? I'm like, I got the contact in. He gave me a hug. Aww. It was like a big victory. Yeah. So I got the other one in, and I felt all like, yeah, I'm wearing contacts. Got my contacts in. Well, when I uh, came over to meet you guys and ride with you guys, the first thing he said to me when I walked in the door, he's like, hey, how's it going? I've got contacts in. (laughs) And I was like, "Uh, okay, good for you. I'm cool. I got contacts. I've got contacts in. So the issue was that I had to think about getting them out, right? So and I had I had uh, the left one came out pretty easy. The right one I was struggling with and I was like I can't get this out and I kept putting my finger in my eye. Hang on, can you give us a visual of where no. you are in the oh. house and where your wife is? Uh she's over there texting, of course. Oh, I thought she was going to be like all up in your eyeball trying to get it out. No, she, I had to ask her to come help me. Okay. Because Kelly, I couldn't get it to come out. And I kept reaching in there. And the more times you put your finger in your eye, the more red your eye becomes. And then, so I'm touching my eyeball. I'm touching my cornea. I got to my retina at one there point. There is no, listen, you're not, you don't have to try to impress your doctors. No, I want them to like me. So I think I got to my retina at one uh-huh. point and uh, nothing would come out. And then I started thinking, did I put a contact oh, in my right no. eye? You were celebrating, but it actually didn't go in. It, it fell to the ground. What right? if it did? Because I couldn't get it out. So I, I, I probably 30 minutes I tried to fish it out, and I called Leslie over. I turned on my lighted uh, mirror that makes things bigger than they appear, and uh, I had her look in my eye, and she was like, I don't think there's a contact in there. I said, Leslie, did I go to this <laughs> event and only have one contact? But remember on the way there, as you were driving, I was asking you, I was like, are you going to be blinking like that the whole time you're hosting? Because you kept closing one eye yes. and then you'd open the other one and you kept doing it back and back to see and, what I read. and you were like, I can't tell if I can read things or not. And I was like, you're driving. <laughs> hey, open your eyes, idiot. You're, you're driving down Red Wolf. <laughs> so, well, did, so you haven't found know. it. Uh, it's, it might still be there. I need to hear from my doctor. If my if my contact is still in, will I damage my eyes? Because I'm tired of reaching in there. And then I started thinking, I'm just going to pull skin off my eye if I keep reaching at stuff. Oh, like how, the first layer of your eyeball. How do I know if it's in there or not? It doesn't, to my wife, it doesn't look like it, but my eyes were so red. We're going to have to have uh, them come to the station. I need a house call. Yes. A station call. That is so obnoxious. What? I'm I'm working. Of course. So, but the deal is, they gave me all these like trial contacts. I don't have any more. That's embarrassing. I'm already out. It was probably like a month's supply. <laughs> Done in four days. <laughs> but I felt like uh, the king of the world last night with my one contact. And if the other one's in there, let me know. If you all have ever lost a contact in your eye, can you tell me what to do? It's probably floating around in your brain now because that's what happens. They go back back here and they start floating around. So it's going to oh start messing gosh. with you in a second. It does that? Don't tell me that. Please don't tell me that. It can go behind my eye yeah. and travel to my brain. Yes. Do I need to go to the doctor? Probably. What do I do for that? What if it is back there? You need there? to make a call. What if I accidentally pushed it up there? I hate it. You need to go, you need to go call someone. If anybody knows what to do in this situation, please <laughs> let me know. Brandon Baxter in the morning on Instagram <laughs> and Facebook. You can message me or He's on Twitter. freaking out. Brandon on BBITM. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Got a text from uh, my best friend. Oh. I wanted to read a text from my best friend. You're saying best friend a lot, so 
Who yeah. are you talking about? My new best friend, my newest best friend is uh, Coach Butch Jones. Oh, here we go. Arkansas State football. I got my text right here. Um, Aww, he's on his way to work him. listening. And he said, please ask Kelly oh. what type of pants she had on last night. Oh, like my, my slicky pants. Slicky pants. They were like, uh, I don't know. What kind of material is that? Your wife would be able to tell me what kind of material that is. Uh, I don't know, trash bag? Okay. Yes, I had on two trash bags, Coach. Trash bag pants. <laughs> now, what kind of pants They're are like they? like parachute pants. Parachute pants. I was, I'm bringing them back. There you go. Thank you, Hammer. Appreciate mm-hmm. that. What about you guys? And I want to say this. I want to apologize since we know Coach Jones is actually listening right now. Is there getting set to go play? Uh, Georgia Southern uh, tomorrow. I do want to apologize because I believe from what I heard, you guys embarrassed him a little bit last night. Well, number one, you embarrassed a lot of people last okay. night, you and my wife. All right. But for some reason, both of you think that this head coach of the football team <laughs> who can be a bulldog, he's a head football coach. You know, he can like if he's going to tear into somebody, he will. But you all treat him like he's an adorable child. But he is. You can't treat him like that. He got a haircut and we thought he looked, you know, we were like, oh, he got his haircut. And Leslie was like, oh, you got your haircut. And I think it kind of embarrassed him. Right. Because he's not five. But here's the thing. Look at Butch's hair. <laughs> Who does that to the head football coach? I, I think his wife, Barb, like was kind of like, oh, God. Mortified. She's yeah, mortified. Yeah. But she's so cool, too. Was she cool? Yes. Anyway, shout out to Coach Jones again. A State plays Georgia Southern, and then uh, one uh, six days away, uh, Coastal comes in Coastal Carolina yeah. on Thursday. They want to do a big deal in Northeast Arkansas, where we uh, pack the stadium. There's five buck tickets and all that stuff for that game. So, uh, anyway, all around the state, you're invited to come join us on Thursday. This is a nationally televised game coming up on Thursday night too. But before we get to Thursday, we got to do uh, Georgia Southern this weekend. All right, Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Boy. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Friday, October the 1st of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Melissa Coles, who celebrates. Happy birthday, Melissa. Happy birthday. Uh, Kim Banks of Jonesboro celebrates. Cole Riggins. Erica Armstrong of Jonesboro. We have Kinley King celebrating. And Jessica Smith of Jonesboro celebrating today. Look at tomorrow's birthdays. Jacob Dale turns 28 tomorrow. Maggie Howard has a birthday. Joyce Hamilton Whitson celebrates tomorrow. Amanda Miller. Janessa Smith of Jonesboro is going to celebrate. Happy birthday, Janessa. Tim Hoggard has a birthday. He'll celebrate tomorrow. Alexis Mayville and Jennifer DeLong of Paragould will celebrate as well. Happy birthday. Can I tell you a story about her? We were in a convenience store one time, and uh, she saw me and my son. And we didn't know this, but we went up to pay, and she had paid for our son. She's super, super nice. How nice mm. is that? So she's always been a supporter, too. Happy birthday, Jennifer. Uh, that one's tomorrow. Celebrating on Sunday, Stephanie Cockrell of Jonesboro celebrates Holly Smith on Sunday. And our buddy, Caitlin Manscobble. Is she a doctor? Yeah, she's like an occupational therapist. She has a doctor in front of her name. No, she doesn't. Yes, no, Dr. Cobble. No, she doesn't. Yeah, 100%. Is she, without a doubt, the most successful Cobble? Oh, oh gosh. Is There's that what you said? There's a lot of them. I, no. You said the most successful Cobble. Okay, you're trying to get me in a family argument. That's what this says right here. You wrote it. She's a I, doctor and the most successful Cobble. Y'all know Cobble. he lies through his teeth all the time. Look. He's over there laughing. Nobody can see that. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, Caitlin celebrates on Sunday, so happy birthday. If you have a birthday today or this weekend, we say this. We say happy Happy birthday birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Captain Marvel celebrates today. Brie Larson is 32. Zach Galifianakis is 52. He's in the Hangover movies. Mark McGuire is 58. Didn't you have a Mark McGuire poster on your uh, wall? Him and Jose Canseco, man. They were the dream team from the Oakland A's in like 87. Yep. Happy birthday to Randy Quaid, who is 71. Cousin Eddie in National Lampoon's Vacation movies. Julie Andrews is 86 from The Sound of Music. President Jimmy Carter is 97. Okay. Now, I think he's adorable. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, you see him and his wife, and he's 97. That's yeah. Happy birthday tomorrow to Efren Ramirez, who is 48. That's Pedro and Napoleon Dynamite. Give me your thoughts. Huh? Tiffany <laughs> will be celebrating. It's Napoleon Dynamite. If you don't see the movie, then you should see it. Okay. Um, Tiffany will be 50 tomorrow. Tiffany turns 50 tomorrow. Kelly Rippa will be celebrating her birthday tomorrow. She'll be 51, of course, from live with Kelly and Ryan. Sting is celebrating his birthday tomorrow. He'll be 70. Yeah, we're not talking about the wrestler Sting. We're talking about the musician Sting, the singer Sting. Yes. Who is known for what band, Kelly? The Police. Oh. Yeah. Happy birthday to Sting, who celebrates tomorrow. It's a bunch of good stuff from the police. Sting is turning 70 tomorrow. And happy birthday tomorrow to Don McLean, who will be 76. You know him from this song right here. I started singing bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing this will be the day that I die. Don McLean turns uh, 76 tomorrow. And celebrating on Sunday, Noah Schnapp. Will be 17. That's Will Byers on Stranger Things. Right. Ashley Simpson will be 37. Sean Williams Scott will be 45 on Sunday. That's Stifler and the American Pie movies. I remember when you were doing that. Uh, okay. What? Our, <laughs> Weren't you as Moving mom? on. Okay. <laughs> when did you do that? Sean William Scott, 45. <laughs> he was also, uh, what was he in? Starsky and Hutch, I think, or something. In the uh, uh, Dukes of Hazard. What are you laughing about? <laughs> You're an idiot. It's okay, Stifler. Uh-huh. Uh, Nev Campbell will be 48 on Sunday. Of course, that's Sydney Prescott in the Scream movie. She's also Julia on Party of Five. Kevin Richardson from the Backstreet Boys will be 50. On Sunday. On Sunday. Everybody. Yeah. Make sure to get your stuff in. <laughs> Tell me why. All right, so Kevin Richardson of the Backstreet Boys turns 50 on Sunday. And celebrating on Sunday, Tommy Lee from Motley Crue will be 59. Kelly's favorites. They're going to do that whole movie. On Tommy Lee, if you remember. You know how they're doing that, that movie on the life of Tommy Lee and Pam? So It's true. Why are you acting so weird about it? That's awkward. Uh, Tommy Lee, Motley Crue, 50, what does it say, 59 or mm-hmm. 55? 59 on Sunday. And celebrating on Sunday, Lindsay Buckingham will be 72, formerly of Fleetwood Mac. Lindsay Buckingham, 72 on Sunday. And a big happy birthday to Gwen Stefani on Sunday, yeah. who'll be 52. I think she's prettier at 52 than she was at 32. I mean, you look back at some of these songs. No doubt so. Can't forget about the collaboration. I mean, she's Mrs. Blake Shelton. But to me, she will always be a hollaback girl. B. A-N-A-N-A-S. 
birthday goes out to my good friend, Gwen Stefani, who turns 52 on Sunday. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, get up. It is finally Friday. You guys ready for this day? I mean, come on. I am. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. We have Country Music News today on Blake Shelton. You can make a six-pack on the carpet, tis like a million-dollar bill. You can make a one-bedroom apartment feel like a all right, so Blake Shelton, that was his most recent number one. Uh, as we've told you, coming up in December, uh, Blake's going to put out a deluxe version of his latest album. But we have a new song today. It's called Come Back as a Country Boy, and it's supposed to be super relatable to all of us who are country boys. This is new stuff from Blake Shelton and a sneak peek. I'm up before the sun, either hauling hay or hunting. My work ain't ever done, but son, I will for nothing so when i die i want to come back as a country boy no there ain't no better life if you ask me my neck don't come out red the lord just keep me dead cause a country boy is all that i know it's called Come Back as a Country Boy. It's out today. New stuff from Blake Shelton. We have country music news today on Morgan Wallen. Yeah, but now I'm dodging potholes in my sunburned Silverado Like a heartbroken Desperado all right, guys, it's official. Morgan Wallen will not be allowed to attend the CMA. So a spokesperson told the L.A. Times, quote, the decision was the man is not allowed, but the music and the people who are part of it are. Huh. They go on to say this is the first time in CMA history, uh, basically, that anyone has ever been disqualified for conduct. But honoring him as an individual this year is not right, is what they're saying, and he won't be allowed on the red carpet, on the stage, or to be celebrated anyway. Now, we did find out earlier this year that Morgan's music is eligible, so his album, Dangerous, the double album, is nominated for Album of the Year. So the CMAs don't want to cheat others in the creative process, like the songwriters and musicians and producers. So uh, anyway, that's kind of what's going on there, but I bet that's probably going to continue until 2022. Yeah, that's wild. Mm -hmm. All right, country music news today on Randy Travis. I'm digging up on Congratulations to Randy Travis. It's been announced he's going to receive the Artist of a Lifetime Award at the CMT Artist of the Year special. So previous uh, recipients of the Artist of a Lifetime include Reba McIntyre, Loretta Lynn, Shania Twain, Kenny Rogers, and Merle Haggard. So what an honor for Randy Travis to be a part of that. Uh, The show's going to happen on October the 13th on CMT. So if you love Randy Travis... That's pretty special. My love is deeper than the holler, stronger than the river. Think about that library of hits he had. But on the other hand, there's a golden band. Artist of a lifetime, Randy Travis. If I didn't have you, I'd long ago been left in the dark out. Yeah, we could keep on going. There are. Three wooden crosses on the right side of the highway. Why there's not four of them? Heaven knows. And of course, oh baby, I'm gonna love you forever, forever and ever, amen. As long as old men sit and talk about the weather, as That's long good. as. Randy Travis, Artist of a Lifetime at the CMT Artist of the Year again. That's on CMT, October 13th. We've got country music news today on Justin Moore. There was So earlier this summer, Justin Moore was at the top of the country music airplay chart with the song We Didn't Have Much. Now he's following up that song with his new single, With a Woman You Love. Now Justin says about this song, I think this song speaks to guys like me or even my buddies who used to have a wild side. And they said they'd never be that guy who does this or that, holding a purse, having a little dog, sleep in the bed, until you find the woman you love and then it all changes changes for the better. So the song's called With a Woman You Love. Here's Justin Moore. Because we're the woman you love, you talk. Farmhouse and painted bright white. With a woman you love. 
lyric video is out with the woman you love. It's Justin Moore. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is October the 1st, and today in pop culture, in 1969, the Beatles released an album. It was called Abbey Road. I mean, we all know mm-hmm. that album, the cover and stuff like that. It featured some of their biggest songs from the Beatles, like this one. Come together right now over me. Abbey Road also featured this one. Here comes the sun. Today in pop culture in 1971, Walt Disney World opened in Orlando, Florida. So that's a big deal. A lot of people have gone to Disney World. I still haven't. Have you made it yet? Um, no. Today in pop culture in 1977, Elton John became the first rock and roll star to be honored in New York City's Madison Square Garden Hall of Fame. That's a big deal. And I guess that's why they call it the blues. Here we go. Time on Hall of Fame at MSG for Elton. Oh, I feel so real lying here with no one near, only you. And you can hear me when I say softly, slowly. Today in pop culture in 1982, John Cougar was number one on the album and singles chart. The album was called American Fool. It featured this one. Oh yeah, life goes on long after the thrill of living is gone. Oh yeah, life goes on long after the thrill of living. Also on the album was another big hit. It goes like this. Today in pop culture in 1983, Bonnie Tyler was sitting at number one with this one. Thank you, Kelly. Today in pop culture in 1985, Marty Hesh's good friend Ronnie Millsap was number one on the U.S. country charts with this one. In the still They're tight. Of the night, me, darling. Literally, I'm at this uh, this party, like a house deal, and it's like... <laughs> Like a crawfish boil. And the music that Marty Hess chooses is the library of Ronnie Millsap, which I love Ronnie Millsap. I'm just telling you, when you're trying to throw like a rowdy party, Ronnie Millsap doesn't make it that rowdy. Yeah, I got it. Today in pop culture in 2002, Good Charlotte released their second album. It was called The Young and the Hopeless. It featured this. And today in pop culture in 2017, this is a sad day and one that I think all of us will remember because uh, on this day in 2017 is when the Route 91 uh, Music Festival was being held in Nevada, uh, and there was the shooting there. If you remember, Jason Aldean was on stage. There was a shooter on the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay Hotel shooting down at the crowd and at Jason Aldean. Um, It's hard to believe that was four years ago, and... um, God, just the images and the videos and stuff like that. If you remember, it was like a week later, Jason Aldean showed up on SNL. He did the cold open and he performed the song. I won't back down by Tom Petty. And I think today, as we um, remember what happened uh, back four years ago, we should take a listen to Jason Aldean.
brave it was of him to get back on stage, period. Much less he's gone back to Vegas. And he was there with the survivors and uh, <clears throat> families of the victims. So just a real stand-up thing for him to do. It's Jason Aldean from SNL. Let's cover a time, man. today that happened. Live from New York, it's Saturday night. Today is October the 1st, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so you hear that music. If you were able to attend Boots and Ballers last night, um, you might be feeling it today. So just so you know, if you're on your way to work and you're running late and you feel like your hair doesn't look good, your makeup doesn't look good, any of that stuff, maybe you're one of the dudes and you're going out there to get on a tractor and you don't feel your best. Yo, we woke up at 345 this morning. I thought you were going to say something worse. Like if, if your hair and makeup isn't done, if you're running late to work, you look like Kelly. That's what I oh, thought you were going to say. I never you say You asked something. me earlier if I brushed my hair. I was just wondering if you did. I did. Okay, it doesn't look like it. I was uh, just checking. It's in a ponytail. Just in case somebody comes in here, we don't want you to look unkept. Uh, okay. So anyway, uh, shout out to everybody who was there last night. <clears throat> if you were able to make it to Boots and Ballers, because uh, I've seen this event grow over the course of the last, I guess, uh, we've done it five times, four times, five times, something like that. Last night was the biggest one. To me, it was the best one we've done. and mm-hmm. um, It just seems like every year. It just gets to be better and people have more fun and you connect with more people and you see people that you haven't seen. And I think the thing I enjoyed the most about what we did last night was um, just the idea that we all got to come back together as people and people were just so happy to be around people. There was people that were hugging and smiling and um, there's people that we live in the same city with that we have not seen in you know a year and a half, two years. So it was almost like this big reunion with a lot of the people that we saw. It was really awesome. Mm -hmm. And it was cool too because, you know, we know that people listen to the show. We don't know who listens to the show sometimes unless you tell us. So when we go to an event like that and, you know, there, there's all there's different walks of life there. And that's what makes it so cool is there's, you know, super rich people who are there and there's doctors and lawyers and there's people like us. And then there's us. And then there's us. And we don't you know, sometimes we don't feel like we fit. And then you all come up and say something about how you listen every morning. And um, that's humbling. And it's also intimidating, too, when you're like, oh, wow, I know who you are. And I had no clue you knew what we did. Yeah, but that feels mm-hmm. it feels it's just like, you know, getting sweet texts from people and stuff like that. It's just it's neat. But it was good to see people again um, and just reconnect. And uh, I thought, you know, getting to work with Coach Mike Bellato is so much fun um, because he's just such an over the top character. And, <clears throat> you know, in, in anything you do when you're hosting or you're working together, you hope you have chemistry with somebody. You hope that you connect and that people can feel that. And I truly believe that myself and Coach Bellato have this this silly chemistry just because we're friends and we kind of have the the same silly personality and we just want people to laugh and have fun. It just felt so good last night getting to, to get into host with him. Y'all were really fun to watch. And I am going to say, I hope he's listening, he likes having that microphone. Oh, he does. Yeah. He's he, still talking. He, <laughs> he's still there. Hey! It's me, the coach. I'm here still talking about the boots and the ballers. I will say he had on some really cool pants. Yeah, so uh, he had some tight pants on that his wife chose. We, they were we, red. They were <laughs> they, they were A-State red. They were red. And, uh, you know, shout out to Alicia Bellato too, and her entire team, because mm-hmm. she puts a lot of work into that. And when you really look at the work that she puts into it, like, she didn't get paid for that. Like, yeah. It's just to benefit the student-athletes. Uh, but there's hours and hours and weeks worth of work and planning. So shout out to Alicia for that. Um, what about you and my wife? So when you look over and your co-host and your wife are sitting together with a couple glasses of wine, this is bad news. It's just bad. Well, y'all started the auction part and we thought, well, I've 
If she is she listening right now? You no, think she's up? She's not going to wake up. Well, to if I say we, she's going to oh, say she's awake. So oh. Why did I say uh-huh. it like that? Uh, she's going to say it wasn't her. But I thought it would be funny to get your attention and act like we were going to bid because you you, you wouldn't like that. Yeah, so here's the deal, though. The way you don't get somebody's attention in the middle of an auction is by raising your hand. <laughs> so uh, there's like, the bid is up to, to $1,800, $1,900, $2,000. And I hear Bilotto say, Kelly? <laughs> no, I think he looked at me and he went, Kelly. Because your hands were up. He, trying knew, to get my- he knew that I was not bidding that kind of money. I think he just kind of rolled his eyes and was like, Kelly, sit down. That's basically what right. he wanted to say. And then you automatically turned red because I started pointing at Leslie telling right. me that she wanted to bid. Yeah, hundreds <laughs> of people bid. there, and these two idiots are bidding <laughs> on stuff. <laughs> but it was cool. Like, I, I'm just going back through the other stuff. So we're doing this, um, we're doing a TikTok challenge, right? And our friend Corey Keller is going to get up and teach the TikTok dance. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to get people from the audience to come and do this, right? And I'm thinking we'll, we'll have the basketball team and Corey will teach some people. And I look back and behind these six foot eight <laughs> players is freaking Kelly. Well, number one, I tried to point your wife out. No, I tried to point your wife out and she literally starts pushing me up there. And then I look at you and I'm You were at the back of the building. What was so awesome is I got up there by the players and they're like, I'm telling you, they were like, I had six, eight players all around me and they were trying to push me up to the front. I was like, no, 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 y'all are fine. I'll stay right here. So I got to stay in between where no one could see me. It was fun. I saw you and I was, yeah. But it was fun because we saw some of our friends up there who were doing the dance, yeah. like Doop. <laughs> what was yes. Doop doing? I mean, he was... Uh, I mean, Doop doesn't care. He just gets up there and he starts doing stuff. And does, I wish I had that personality where I didn't care. Well, that's you just got to do it. Yeah. Have you seen me dance before? You just got to do it. Yeah. Anyway, shout out to everybody who was here last night. We just had a, a great time. I, and I told the Bellatos in a text, I'm like, I just appreciate being allowed to be a, a tiny part of that, mm-hmm. you know, to have that opportunity to to get out there and and do that. So we appreciate all of you and hope you enjoyed last night's boots and ballers. And again, we'll do it again next year. So if you didn't get to make it last uh, night, maybe you can come next year. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I was reading this thing this morning about reasons people um, would leave a hotel room. (laughs) And I'll tell you over the years, (laughs) like I have so many funny hotel stories just because I've spent so much of my life, you know, traveling and on the road and stuff like that. Um, back in 2015, when I was doing all my traveling for Global Force Wrestling with Jeff Jarrett, uh, we stayed in some real doozy of hotels. <laughs> and you would think, hey, you know, this is wrestling executives are going to stay somewhere nice. But like the vision was, hey, we just get three hours of sleep tonight. Why would we go pay, you know, for a really nice room? And we can just crash and wake up and do this again. We stayed in some shady hotel that our friend Eric Young found on uh, one of those apps. He said, I got a deal, 30 bucks for the rooms. And we're like, what? We get to this hotel. I was scared to death <laughs> because it's like, ooh, I don't know. And I remember there were three people sleeping in the room, and there was myself and Jeff Jarrett and a guy named Uni. Uni is about the size of David the Barrel Boy, right? Okay. So how much would you think that that is weight-wise? Oh, I, I have no idea. Like thin and 160? Okay. Something yeah. like that. That's kind of um, uh, uni size. So two beds in this room, three dudes. You would think that, that maybe... We would uh, do the deal where like, I had to share the bed with Uni. No. It was me at my size and Jeff Jarrett in a bed together while Uni <laughs> over there has a bed by himself. Why didn't y'all just like switch with him? He, say- he was laying there, there like the undertaker. He was just oh, laying there. And we're okay. like, what is he doing? So we had to like do this deal. Hey, we're going to put a pillow in between us and you face one way and I'll face the other. <laughs> He'll hate me for telling that uh-huh. story. Uh, reasons people leave hotel rooms. Number one, dirty sheets. Uh, I mean, you're going to get them dirty anyway. Uh, no, Brandon, no, 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 Brandon, that's, that's a bad disgusting. one. That's gross. Yes. I'm not so worried you're about the. Get them dirty anyway. I'm not so worried about the sheets. I mean, because I know they have to clean the sheets. I'm worried about the comforter because I like to pull the comforter up by my face when yeah. I'm sleeping. Not at a hotel. Uh, disgusting bathrooms are bad. Rooms that smell. Yeah. Bad smells in general. Mm-hmm. Rude staff, like a rude staff, would make people maybe not want to stay in their hotel room. Stained carpets. Yeah. Loud noises. I stayed at a hotel one time where somebody had like a domestic going on. And I remember hearing, get out of here right now. And I was like, I'm going to hide uh-huh. under the bed. Ooh. Yeah. 
the scariest hotel I think I ever stayed in was uh, it was in Memphis. I can't remember the years, probably like 95 or 96. I was traveling and at that point didn't have a lot of money and surely couldn't spend it on hotels. Right. And I stayed at this place called the Admiral Bimbo, which was uh, kind of somewhere near Channel 5 in Memphis. And I was so nervous about what was happening because there was some type of altercation that night. I remember I went and I got the like the table, like the dining table, not dining. What would you call that table? Uh, an end table? Yeah, something like that. But I put it against the door, and I put some chairs behind the door as well. And I remember laying there thinking, I just can't wait until this night is over, right? And as I'm laying there, um, I see a cockroach <laughs> crawl oh. across the wall. Uh-uh. Could, could barely sleep. Hang on. Where was this? It was in Memphis. What was it called? It was the Admiral Bimbo, which was, I think it was on, is it on Union or something? Are you saying Bimbo. The Admiral Bimbo. Spell that out. I guess B-I-M-B-O. I don't remember for sure. I don't think it's Admiral Bimbo. Bimbo. No, it's, th- it was, no, it's kind of by... Look it up. No, I think it's... Google it. Google or do, Go to Google. Do you have Google? Brandon. Not on your computer? <laughs> no, my no. computer does not have Google. Okay, go there and just type in Memphis, M-E-M-P-H-I-S, uh-huh. Admiral Bimbo. <laughs> And it should have been somewhere around Union or something. Admiral. Bimbo. It's in Midtown. I'm not even sure if it's still open. I was scared to death that night because there was some something going on. The- you see it? It's, <laughs> Brandon, it's it been, open? it's not Bimbo. It's Benbo, B-E-N-B-O-W. It, you're you're saying Bimbo. How many oh, people no. have you been saying that in front of? Yes. I didn't say that. You're saying Admiral Bimbo. No, you just didn't hear. I said Bimbo. No, now you're saying it correctly. That's what I said. I said at the Admiral no. Bimbo, which was in Midtown. That's what I said. <laughs> Stop trying to twist it. Uh-huh. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I was thinking about those. Held, uh, try that again. I told you I was up too late and I woke up too early. <laughs> too much caffeine. Can I try again? Yeah. All right. So here we go. Rewind me. Good morning, everybody. We appreciate you listening to us. I was thinking about my hotel stories, right? And I remember there was a spot in, uh, we did wrestling shows in Louisville, Kentucky every Tuesday night, right? And you would stay in, I think it was Sellersburg, Indiana at a place. I think it was the days in because they would give all the wrestlers, like all the wrestlers would stay in the same place. There was a pool. And uh, when you stay there, you get a deal, right? Because so many of us stayed there at once. Uh, And I'll never forget how I felt the, the need and I felt it was what I was supposed to do was to always take hotel towels. I didn't realize you weren't supposed to do that because I think I saw on like, you know, TV or movies that you just take the towels. So I thought when you got the room, you just were supposed to take the towels. Oh my goodness, Brandon. So I used to carry an iron with me, like a one of those Why does irons that not surprise for your clothes. Uh-huh. I was the only wrestler that had an <laughs> iron in his bag. Um, but I remember like I would iron my clothes before I would leave. I learned that from my mom, uh-huh. right? So I would iron my clothes. They would be perfect. So I'd hop in the car and drive for six hours, but I had my, my clothes perfectly ironed. And the issue would be the iron would still be hot. Cause if you didn't iron the night before it would still be hot. So I just wrap them in those hotel towels. And I remember leaving the days in in Sellersburg one time and somebody stopped me. And this is again, like now 26 years ago. And they're like, excuse me, sir, you're not allowed to take the towels. And I'm like, do what? I've been taking towels for probably six months at that point. Brandon. Didn't realize I wasn't supposed to do that. You still have them? Uh, <laughs> you think I'm that cheap? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I still have them. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know Andre the Giant was drafted into the French Army in 1965 but couldn't enlist because they didn't have shoes that were big enough, bunks that were long enough, or trenches that were deep enough? Have you ever watched any of the stuff or seen the photos of him trying to travel? Like, no. Because Andre the Giant was huge. Yeah. You know, like they, they listed him at like 7'4 and, and 500 pounds. But to see a guy of that size try to get into like a car or to try to ride on an airplane or any of that stuff or just to sit in a bed like in a hotel. Wow. Completely mm-hmm. like his life was uncomfortable because he was so big. Man. Did you know pure gold is safe to eat, but it's ba- basically flavorless and you shouldn't eat your jewelry because it's definitely not pure. It has other metals mixed in it. Gotcha. Okay. Didn't and know did that. you know not many people went into the office last year, but Americans watched over 57 billion minutes of the office 
in 2020. Wow. That's probably just in my house alone. We watched that a ton last year. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so we're looking back at your comments on the hotels. I'm There was a story about the, the main reason somebody would leave a hotel room, like change rooms or leave the whole hotel. Dirty sheets was number one. So I was going back and reminiscing about some of my crazy hotel stories. And the reason they're crazy is because, you know, back when I first started the wrestling stuff, I didn't have a bunch of money to get a nice hotel. So we'd stay in whatever hotel, sometimes three guys, sometimes four guys in a hotel. And uh, then I started thinking about the time I stayed at the Admiral Benbow in Memphis, which uh, Kelly had that backwards earlier. Um, There was a time there was something happening outside in Midtown Memphis and it was scary to me. And I was young and I put like, tables and chairs all by the window. And I laid there in the bed with the lights on because I was scared to turn the lights off for fear that somebody was going to come crashing through the window and a cockroach crawled across the wall. Pretty gross. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I reflected on that. And then I started thinking, you know, I'm not the only person who's had these terrible, weird and wild stories in hotels. So we thought we'd ask you guys what you've seen or witnessed in hotels and uh, Kelly's going through those, and every time she sees one, she's like, ooh, gross, ooh, gross. So tell me what we're seeing so There's far. There's some good ones. Penny Wilson says, when I was a kid, we stayed at a hotel in Nashville. I called to get my dad awake uh, up after, t- and he looked out the window, saw two guys running, being chased by security guards. They caught him, and then the lady called back to apologize for her rudeness, but she said that she had had a knife being held to her throat. Oh, so, my gosh. Yeah, they had like yeah. a crazy experience. Yeah, that's bad. Amanda Beth Carmen says, I worked at a motel for over two years. People are disgusting. Now, this is what she saw. Okay. A gutted fish. A gutted fish. Okay. <laughs> Dirty diapers. <sighs> food scraps everywhere. Mm-hmm. An unnecessary amount of trash. Some very questionable items in a single man's room that prompted them to have to call the police. Are you serious? She said she has pictures that would turn your stomach. Oh, see, that's why at this point I'm paying for the nice hotels. There's Ooh. no more shady hotels. Uh-huh. Well, let's see. Crystal Shelley says walked into a hotel room and tables were missing and the lamps were sitting on the floor. <laughs> Bathtub still had footprints in it. Uh-uh. Walked right back out. No. Oh my goodness. Beth Hudson says, mice came out at night. I felt one crawling on me and lost it. Son of a gun, no. And she said, separate incident, bed bugs. I had bites for a couple of weeks. She'll never go to a hotel again. Never. These are crazy. So anyway, somebody else had uh, <laughs> two words. Sky says, bed bugs. Bed bugs. Oh. So, anyway, there's some good ones. Yeah, those are already up there. You guys can weigh in, too. If you that, uh, thought maybe you had some kind of a crazy, bad, or weird experience in a hotel, it's up on my Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, back to the hotel deal we're talking about because I'm looking through these responses. And yes, I've had some really gross, nasty, crazy uh-huh. hotel experiences, but so have you guys. Yeah, so Rainy Dawson says, we stopped in Augusta, Georgia on our way to Myrtle Beach. On the key card, it said, be careful not to go into any rooms that aren't yours. <laughs> <laughs> How could you get in? <laughs> and then it said, our door had very clearly been uh, broken into a time or two before. Oh. Room stank so bad. So I think about those hotels, and sometimes you'll still see some. But like all the hotels I used to stay in were the ones where uh, like the, the door mm-hmm. to the hotel room had outside access. Right. You know, so like there was a window and a door. Anybody could have walked up to the door. There wasn't uh-huh. like the hallway and stuff like that in the nicer hotels. A lot of those are different, but those old uh, hotel motel things yes. freak me out now. Okay. I've got one for you. You got a good one? And this is from somebody you know. Somebody, who is it? Stanley Stickler. Oh, there's no telling what he's done in hotels. I don't even know if I can say this on the air, but I'm going to do it. Okay. All right. He says, this is, quote, Stanley Stickler. Okay. You're You're, you're making sure to give the credit here to Stanley Stickler. You really want to know? Ever been on the news because of hookers? 100% true story. Nights in West Palm Beach, Florida. Oh, my goodness. And there's a lot of people asking him what he's talking about. I want to know what he's done as well. (laughs) Maybe he'll respond on our socials and we'll know about uh, the hookers. Yeah, maybe so. So I... Yeah. All right. So hooker experiences. Uh-huh. Kelly wants to have those on her okay. page. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's a little much. You can go to my page and weigh in on the hotel thing. The hooker thing's going to stay on Kelly's page. Facebook.com slash. You're an idiot. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear all about boots and ballers and the experience we had, the fun, the funny, the awkward. That's all on the podcast. <laughs> 
I did remember one thing that I, I didn't mention. Okay. Um, one of our friends, he works for Arkansas State, uh, Peyton Burr, was the first person to speak to me when I walked inside First National Bank. Well, that's sweet. What did he say? He said, could you not find a smaller shirt? Oh, nice, Peyton. Yeah, appreciate that. Anyway, that talk is on the podcast today. Also, I detail a small victory that I had before making it to Boots and Ballers and uh, the fear that I have a contact stuck in my brain, according to Kelly. So we talked through that. Also, hotels. I detail some of my uh, craziest hotel experiences, and you guys share your experiences as well. Some of these, um, I don't know, less expensive, more uh, scary hotels. There's some pretty wild stuff. Mm -hmm. All of that on the podcast today. It's the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV this weekend? Tonight, the eighth season premiere of Penn & Teller Fool Us, uh, the season premiere of SWAT, the fourth season premiere of Magnum P.I. and Blue Bloods. On Saturday, Owen Wilson hosts Saturday Night Live and Casey Musgraves is the music guest. I'm watching that. Mm -hmm. And on Sunday, the New England, (laughs) England Patriots host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The 32nd season premiere of America's Funniest Home Videos, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, and Sunday, the season premiere of The Walking Dead World Beyond. All right. Hope you guys have a great day and a great weekend. And we'll talk to you back here Monday morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.